Hey, hey, what's up, mama friend? Before we get started, I have a question for you. Is this you? Do you ever wonder why your child doesn't listen? I can relate. You say you're going to provide consequences all the time. You let him know that what he's doing isn't okay, but your child is still not playing by the rules of the game. If that sounds familiar, then this episode is for you. Today, we will be diving into an easy, common mistake that many parents make when disciplining their kids. I'll admit that even I've made this mistake before. Guilty! But if we want our kids to listen, then we have to be game for the follow-through. You know what I'm saying? Not yet? Okay, I'll explain. It's called the empty threat consequence. Are you familiar with it? If not, you will be after today's episode. It's again, one of those things that you can't unnotice after you're aware of it. Ah! And the more you stop yourself from committing this parenting crime, I promise the more your kids will listen to you when you ask them to stop something you want them to stop or comply when you want them to complete a task, which is something we all want, right? Right. Let's go, sister. Hey there, mama. If you want to raise empowered kids who actually listen while parenting biblically, you're in the right place. Not only does this podcast help you strengthen their spiritual gifts and walk in purpose at a young age, but it also teaches you how to parent with intention. Welcome to the Generation on a Mission podcast, where we focus on fostering our children's leadership skills so they can become world changers. Hi, I'm Michelle Schaff, former classroom educator turned parent educator, blogger, and podcaster, all while changing dirty diapers, drinking lukewarm coffee, and leaning on Jesus. Grab your headphones, whip out the tata, and start feeding your baby. We've got some learning to do. Well, silly me, I forgot to welcome you to another episode of Generation on a Mission. So here is your official welcome to another episode of Generation on a Mission. All right, so I'm going to start by saying that I myself am a work in progress. Yes, I am not perfect. (laughs) I haven't always had the tools or have used the tools that I have today to help me with my own parenting. But I do try to intentionally pick up as many tools as I can as I travel throughout my parenting journey. One tool that I've found that hasn't worked for me or for other parents when disciplining is providing your kids with an empty threat. I was guilty of doing this in the classroom and ironically, it never worked. Or I should say, obviously, it never worked for several reasons. But I'm going to share what this empty threat consequence looks like and why it doesn't work and what to say instead. I'm sure you've heard the line, or maybe you've even said something along the lines of, if you don't stop hitting, we are going home right now. Or, if you don't go potty on the toilet, we are not taking our vacation to North Carolina. Or even, if you don't stop complaining, you're going to bed right now. You know what I'm talking about. The desperate call of, my child is not listening and I have to take any measure that I can to get my child to do what I'm asking him to do. But the thing is, in the back of your mind, you know that you're not really going to follow through with a consequence that big. And trust me, we've all been there. Like I said, I've been there. So you have to ask yourself, are you really going to send your kid to bed right then and there if that's what you say? Or are you really going to leave the museum when you paid $40 to get in? You might, but odds are you probably won't. But have you ever noticed that when you provide a consequence like that, 
you're constantly having to repeat yourself over and over again because say your son is making the same offense over and over again. You say you're going to leave every time he screams. He stops right then after you say, if you don't stop screaming, we're gonna go home. But then two minutes later, he's back to screaming again. This is because you keep scooping out the threat with which he knows you will not follow through. So he keeps doing it. He knows his behavior is wrong. He knows he's not supposed to do it. But the more you provide him with that empty threat of, we're going home, the more he will be doing the same behavior because he knows he can get away with it without any ramifications. And this is why immediate and forcible consequences are so important when disciplining your child. And something that's so important to know about toddlers and kids in general is that they are not abstract thinkers. They're very concrete, especially at a young age. They need something tangible in front of them that you can physically take away at that present moment if they're committing an offense. And it's great that you reinforce that hitting and screaming and fighting or any negative behavior is not acceptable. But if your little ones keep doing it, that's when a consequence needs to be implemented, a tangible consequence. It's not enough to say that you're going to provide a consequence that isn't concrete for them because in their minds, that consequence is basically non-existent at that point. Why would I stop if my mom keeps telling me that we're going to leave even if we aren't? It's fun to scream and I can clearly keep playing if I do scream because I know nothing's going to happen if I don't. See, for me personally, it helps me if I look at life through the lens of my child because it helps me to understand why he's doing things the way he's doing things. And if I don't put myself in his shoes, then I look at it through my own lens of you're driving me nuts. Why aren't you listening? As opposed to, oh, okay, well, now I can understand why he's not listening because, you know, if I were him and, and someone was telling me, like my boss, for instance, if I kept coming to work late and he says, you're going to get fired if you keep showing up late, but yet he never does anything about it, then what do you think is going to happen? I'm going to keep showing up late. So it's so important that we put ourselves in our toddler's shoes sometimes so that way we understand, well, if I was in that position, would I stop the behavior if I knew nothing bad was going to happen? I'm going to go with probably not, just to go out on a limb here. But I'll fill you in on another secret as well as to why our kids don't always listen. They're limit testers, my friends. <laughs> limit testers. <laughs> they know how to tote the line. And trust me, if your kids catch your bluff, their negative behaviors will not stop. In fact, they might just keep getting worse. And we don't want that now, do we? I know I sure don't. So if you offer an empty bluff once, believe it or not, your kids are going to pick up on it. And what do you think they're going to do? They're going to keep testing you until they know you're serious about your discipline. I have seen this time and again. If kids don't know the reason behind why you're telling them not to do what they're not supposed to do first and foremost, and then you keep telling them that you're going to take away their vacation, if they don't stop peeing on the floor, for example, do you really think they're going to stop peeing on the floor? I highly doubt it. They need to know the why behind the behavior and why it's wrong. And they need to know that you're going to enforce a consequence when they do whatever it is you don't want them to do. Because otherwise, they don't see any point in stopping. See, here's the thing, mama. If you say you're going to do something, you need to do it. If it's not enforceable, then don't commit to saying it. 
before word vomit starts to come out and you're not letting them see grandma all of next year, stop yourself and just simply pause and think of a consequence that's more appropriate at that time. Something like a timeout or taking a toy away or making them sit the next quarter of basketball out, even if that means your coach is going to be mad at you. You know, it's whatever. Whatever is going to get the job done but it has to be something that's tangible to them at that moment. Otherwise, otherwise, it's like up in this consequence cloud. Uh, is that a, even a thing? I don't know. And it may never come down. And your child knows that. They are so keen and they will pick up on those things. They are clever, those little ones are. And like I said, if you bluff one time, they're going to try to catch your bluff as often as they can. And if they're acting amok and leaving is one of the most appropriate consequences at that time, then you just gotta leave, mama friend. Trust me on this one. You just gotta say bye and leave if that's what you say you're gonna do. That's when your child knows that mama means business. Now, there's also something to be said about the fact that if your child is acting in an extreme fashion, like throwing things in the car, then you need an extreme consequence that you're able to enforce by all means. If that's what you need to do, do it. But if it's not something with which you're able to follow through, then you're not going to be in the best spot after that empty threat rolls off of the tongue. I'm going to share an example. Someone was sharing with me how her son was not making safe choices in the car. It was one of those breaking point moments where an unenforceable threat could have been offered and you would have thought by the words that came out of this mama's mouth that she offered a consequence that her son knew she wasn't going to enforce. But that's not how it went. I'm going to share with you. She told him that he wasn't making safe choices and that if he didn't stop, she would pull over and they would walk the rest of the way home in the rain. He didn't believe her. So he kept on being unsafe in the car. And she indeed pulled over, started getting out of the car and said, all right, we're walking. He knew then that she was serious with her words. And since he knew that she wasn't playing around at that moment, Although it may have seemed like an unenforceable consequence because um, what mom actually wants to walk home in the rain? <laughs> I know I don't. And he knew that that could have been a bluffable moment, but his mom proved him wrong and they ended up going home safely in the car and his choices were much better after that. That was a consequence that seemed like, yeah, right, mama's not really going to enforce that. She said something bold, but that was a bold moment that called for a bold consequence. And then her son knew that after that, mama's not playing games. Mama's going to make me walk home and I'm going to change my ways. But you see, that consequence was an extreme consequence, yes. And one that the mom had to come up with at the top of her head because she couldn't take anything away at that moment. And she couldn't put them in timeout because they were in the car. So she had to come up with something bold that she knew would send the message to her son that this type of behavior wasn't acceptable. So she provided a consequence that was immediate, it was safe, and it was enforceable because she was willing to enforce it and it was related to the behavior. It checked all the boxes of being an appropriate consequence. But the bottom line here is, if you're not willing to enforce a consequence, then don't offer it. If your child is hitting or not making safe choices and you happen to say that you'll go home if he doesn't stop, then you need to be willing to make that sacrifice as a parent. 
If you're on vacation or at the zoo or at a party or anywhere where you're having a heyday of a time and you don't want to leave, then don't offer that as a consequence. Instead, if you've done all the proactive things, then you need to provide him with discipline that fits the crime. If he's hitting, make him sit by himself until he's ready and then talk with him about why it's not okay to hit and make him apologize. Or if he's screaming somewhere, take him outside if you can and tell him that he can only scream if he's outside because people are trying to enjoy their experience inside. And if he's not ready to stop screaming and be respectful, then you're gonna stay outside until he's ready to stop screaming. Make sure the punishment fits the crime, which I'm going to dive into in a later episode. But side note, it's also important to remember to teach them how to behave and the reasons behind the expected behaviors, which is an ongoing process, but you gotta hit them up with the alternatives sometimes to be sure to take advantage of those teachable moments, especially when it comes to disciplining. Disciplining is such a a good teachable moment. You got to do it. But it's all about teaching them how to act in these moments. Anywho, I digress. Here's your challenge for today. This is a short and sweet episode. Who doesn't like that? Anyway, this week, I want you to focus on eliminating the empty threats from your discipline. We'll get into the proactive teachable things later, but for now, just work on ditching the empty threats so that your kids know you mean business when it comes to raising them up right. It will save you from so much turmoil in the end. Trust me. But I also want you to take notice of what happens when you provide them with an alternative more tangible, immediate disciplinary action instead. And I can't wait to hear what kinds of positive results you will start to see. All right, lastly, if you loved this episode, be sure to screenshot it and share it in your stories. Tag me at Michelle Schaff and I will share it in my stories and we can spread the mama love together. Much love to you. See you later, mama friends. Bye. Real quick before you go, if today's episode made you laugh, learn, or love your littles a little more, please head on over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave a written review for the Generation on a Mission podcast. If you're needing simple ideas to boost learning for your kiddo, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Michelle Shaw, S-C-H-A-U-F, or join our Facebook page at Generation on a Mission. See you next time.